Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to a very late night Friday pod. Just come back from watching the games. Unfortunately, watching Parramatta season end. That will be its own podcast on its own. I have many views on the 2023 Parramatta Eels season. But I want to talk today about the midweek round captaincy dilemma. So obviously before the round, Nathan Cleary was the slam dunk. Some things have changed. Obviously, we've had the uh, news of the two restings out of that Panther squad. Sorensen and Toll are being rested. Uh, Lanou back on the bench. But there's also some words around some guys getting some early showers um, if that gets out of hand. Now, obviously, Cleary is a guy that can you know put 150 on the board and then get that shower. But there has been a few guys that would be of some decent uh, values and would be VCs in quite a few leagues that have gone big this week. So I just want to talk about them. We're obviously three games in, but I think that Titans game now becomes a little bit more tricky than we thought it would be. Nico Hines scored 108. Now, I'm sure a lot of people would have already had Cleary as the captain, so a lot of people wouldn't have him in uh in the VC spot. But obviously, a lot of people in draft. Obviously, you take that eye for taking that VC. But that's an interesting one because if you were able to go, you know what, I'm gonna VC Hines on that Cowboys matchup, and then see someone else. I think it's a good chance to take. You got a hundred and eight, so obviously you can go two sixteen there. I think that is a good score. But the other two are the interesting ones. So if you were a guy that you know, saw that Warriors matchup was very juicy. Dallin Watine's Lesniak at 122. Some serious considerations. I think he does get a slight upgrade. Uh, I think there was a quite a few offloads and tackle breaks that weren't accounted for there. So I could even see that going up to maybe a 134 in that range. If that's the case, that's a very nice score. And we may not get that update before that Panthers game, but I think that Dallin is a very good option there to potentially get that uh, loop there. But my current VC is James Tedesco, also scored 122. Not sure there's much owing in terms in probably a couple of tackle breaks, maybe hopefully getting up to maybe a 130, but this year he has not really received those unicorn points like others. But yeah, James Tedesco, 122. Locking 244 is very nice. Now, again, that Titans matchup, if if we knew that Cleary is on the, full, on the field for a full 80 minutes, I would feel very, very comfortable taking that uh, C on clear and keeping on him, seeing what happens. But something just tells me that, yes, he's obviously not too far back returned from injury, but they've got some interesting games coming up. They've obviously got uh, Parramatta next week, which is a short turnaround on the Thursday. So it's only a five-day turnaround. I could see him really in that shower. Obviously, Luai was off last week, so I don't think it's going to be him that gets that early shower. It could be Cleary. And then obviously got the Cowboys after that. So... Right now, gun to head, I'm going to loop. I've got uh, Sione Katoa's 34 that would become my uh, AE there, and I think I would need to sit either Johnston or Asako to get it done. Um, but yeah, it, it's very interesting. I was kind of hoping that Tedesco went off with 18 minutes left. I think there was easily... Some more points there when he was on the field. He was really hunting around that board. I think he could have got to that 140, 145 mark. That would have made a lot more comfortable to make a decision there. Uh, but I think there are some guys, like I was listening to a couple of guys and seeing some guys on Twitter where realistically anything below 150, uh, they were not going to loop and they're going to take Cleary's score. But it does make you think. Um, 
what to do there. Just while we're here, touching on a couple of other notable scores, Tohu getting a 90 uh, with a try. That was very nice. Joseph Suwali'i turning into that late season pod, 115. Um, Drinkwater, 85. Dylan Brown, 84. These are the type of guys that we knew these scores would be there. Chance with a 74, I thought was an interesting one. Manu with a 73, I thought those guys probably could have had a bit more in the tank there. But yeah, it's been some interesting scores. No one really blowing out besides those main guys. Um, and yeah, I think the captaincy option is a real debate this week. Uh, looking into the games uh, tomorrow, we've obviously got that Panthers game, which is going to be potentially season-defining if you're trying to climb up those ranks. The Tigers-Dolphins is a whole lot of, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, on paper, the Tigers should really put a number on them. No Luke Brooks now, so that'll be interesting. I don't think there's anything really in that game to note of. The Panthers game, a lot of guys have been backing in Brighton to offer a big score. I've let him in draft. I'm now having to run a player short this week with 12. And then we go into that Storm Dragons and Hughes, Meany, Munster, Grant, you know, Elikatoa, these type of guys that can put on some huge, huge score. So that also then leads into the Sunday Blockbuster, Knights, uh, Rabbits, Trill versus Ponga. And then obviously that Raiders dogs game, another hot load of, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Hopefully Joey Tarpany crashes over for a double. But yeah, guys, um, it's an interesting round. Obviously, two more after this. There's not many chances to really climb up those rankings. Uh, I have only used the one trade this week. I have gone Tom Eisenhuth to Ellie Katoa. So that does leave me one trade with about 107,000 left in the bank. So I have got Tedesco. Uh, it was deemed a cat one today, so potentially he may be out. And then if that is the case, I've also got Trell as my other fullback. So if that's the case and Teddy is ruled out next week, I will have to use my last trade on a gun fullback to bring in. I will not have enough to get in drink water, so that eliminates him. So it will need to be someone else with a nice matchup for those two rounds. So, you know, Trell and... um. Trill and Teddy versus each other in the last round. So, you know, kind of evens ledger, kind of leading a bit more to Trill in that week. So it may be a James Sesco trade out for someone. I'm not sure, maybe a chance. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys saved a few trades. I I got to these last five weeks and was really holding on to those trades, but I really wish I had that third trade because I could have done a little bit more flexibility, um, got a little bit more cash to generate, but yeah, if you're someone who has a boost left, has three or four trades left, well done to you because I think, you know, I'm very, very guilty of burning a few this year and I think that's contributed to my low ranking this year. But if you have enough in these last couple of rounds and you can really maneuver around these rabbits and eels buy rounds, I think you're in with a real good shot to really jump up some rankings and, you know, make two to 3,000 a week because I think... Heading into next round and the round after, there is a lot of eels and a lot of rabbits being owned. If Teddy goes down, if any other big gun goes down and gets rested like a Toto this week, could be some carnage and some chances to climb up the rankings. We'll leave it there, guys. Again, short and sweet. Just wanted to talk about that little bit of a conundrum about what to do with the captains this week. Like I said, right now, I will be going the loop on James Desco, taking that 244 and hoping that Nathan Cleary has a shower, maybe around that 70 mark, and you know that 100 can get me into a nice little position there. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back again tomorrow with another potty. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.